the numbers okay, and, cool. and we'll kind of get going. Um, so I was kind of looking through our messages and I don't know if I asked you what, maybe I did, but what you're passionate about. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You, th- you, you threw that on there. I couldn't remember where. I was thinking about it, man. Like the questions you, you put on the text message were actually got me thinking because I don't ever really think about what I'm passionate about, if I'm being honest. Okay. Like, you know? Okay. Um, but yeah. I think after hearing that question, it made me think about it. And I think I'm just most passionate about working with other people and collaborating to find a method or a system that works for them, right? Okay, we all cool. got different stuff we got going on and um, different formulas work for different people. So the thing I'm most passionate about is finding a system that works. Yeah, okay, cool. So little. let's, let's, we'll, we'll have a deep dive into that. All right. um, so are you're fully moved, right? Yep. I'm out of there, man. You're out in where, where are you? The East North Carolina, dude. Oh geez, it's so far away. It's crazy. It was like a thirty-six hour drive. It was wild getting out here. Oof. Yeah, and but do you love it? I, I I don't know if I love it yet. And we're getting used to it. Like, okay, where we're at now. I mean, you know what salt like? You saw those plans for Bluffdale, right? Like they're built. They're terrible. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we didn't want to huge, th- huge, right? So because you're right there, aren't you? I'm right there. Yeah, you're right there. So we don't want to sell mm-hmm. our townhome. So when Good. we moved out here, we were like, I guess we just got to save up for some cash. So we're living with a mm-hmm. buddy until um, we can save cool. up enough for a down payment. And when you live with someone else, it's always hard, right? That is. Yeah. Um, you guys have kit, a kid or kids? No, no kids. No? But he's got two okay. kids, the buddy we live with. Oh, so we okay. help out with him, um, with his kids, and just kind of do stuff with them. But, yeah, we're lucky enough to have no kids right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be tough yeah. for sure. It would have been tough. Um, so I guess, I mean, this is kind of an interesting conversation we're going to have because this is our first time talking I know. live, you know, to each other yeah. other than text messaging. Um, so I really don't know other than what, you know, maybe Will Manny has, has said about you. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I mean, I don't even know where you started, what, yeah. so what you were going to tell your, your story, like, I'm, it's going to be a first for me. So yeah. Where, where did you start? I think we went to the same high school. Yeah, I think so, because I, heard, so I <laughs> okay. heard first about you. So Will Manning, okay. uh, so I was training, I was training Will, I was training Marcus at the time, right? Will stopped in for a training session and was talking about you. And I was like, dude, I think I, I've heard of this guy because I was hanging out once with my buddy named McKinley Hancock. So we were- I we, know that, dude. Yeah, good dude. <laughs> like we were good friends in high school. Yep. And we were going fly fishing with his, his stepdad. And his stepdad, I don't remember his name. I think okay. it's Jason. But okay. yeah, his okay. stepdad was like, hey, I'm sending my – we were talking about training. And he's like, I send my daughter to mm-hmm. um, a guy. She's on the Corner Canyon um, dance team. And mm-hmm. this guy down in Draper, I think – were you working at Lifetime at one point? I was at Treehouse. Treehouse, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So you were training. Ultimately, long story short, is I found – I first heard about you from him. And oh, that's like, funny. Okay. Great. And then Will was like, yeah, I trained with him. I was like, what? I, I got to meet <laughs> this guy because we, really, I mean, we live like, yeah. down the street from each other. I know. That's crazy. Same and we still didn't meet each other. I know. I know, dude. It's such a shame. <laughs> it's my fault, too. Uh, it's all I good. got all, you know, we all get busy, but I didn't make time for it. So that's my fault, and I apologize. I'm glad we're good. doing this now. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a small world it is, though. Crazy. Crazy. Because what you're, it's you wild. went to Alta, right? 
I went to LT. I graduated 2010. Okay. Yeah. So I graduated a year after you. I graduated 2011. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we probably, we roamed the halls we together. We did. We did. Without even knowing. Uh-huh. And then look at us now, like same field, same everything. That's what uh-huh. It's crazy. We reconnect. Let's see how, how it would have been 13 years later. Reconnect. It's wild to Jeez. think about. It's crazy to think <laughs> that's been that long too. Cause I don't mm-hmm. feel that old. <laughs> yeah. So are you, you're, you're not 30 yet. No. Nope. You will be. Uh, I turn 30 next month, April, two months. Okay. April. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so what it so what got you into the training, the strength world? Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, well, yeah, did you go to college? So um, you know, high school football, obviously you started lifting weights, right? Um, I thought I wanted to go play college football, so I made lifting a priority. So and all my buddies lifted in high school. So that's really where it started. So I don't know if you remember like Austin Mortensen and Lisa. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. all just loved lifting mm-hmm. weights. So it's just a part of my friend group. So I was always, I was always more inclined to go find research and like what new people were doing. And I just Mm. ended up stumbling upon a passion. And so Mm. at high school, you know, I don't end up going to play college football. I try it. I, you know, um, and I didn't like it. Where did you try it? TCU. Oh, T- yeah. oh, at TCU. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. not just like, that's good for Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, but I, like, <laughs> yeah. so I had my senior year and I didn't, I mean, I didn't play as well as I wanted to. So I didn't end it up with any good offers, but I had an official visit to TCU. Cool. So, and they were like, we were talking a little bit. And so I thought I'd go shoot my shot because um, they gave me a chance. And I went down there for a summer and just was like, nah, it's not my thing. I mean, that level of football mm. is so fast and it's so mm-hmm. good. I would have never lasted. Wow. So, um, okay. so then down there. yeah. So then come back up here, football, not being the thing. Um, okay. I got an internship with a company called camp. Um, Oh, I'm familiar. They were in Draper, right? Yeah, so they had one at like, soccer city for a little bit. Soccer city. Or like okay. sports city is what it's called now. Yep. 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 So we mm-hmm. had a little spot there and I was actually running that spot, but it, it didn't last long. You know, I was, Okay. Young 20s making all sorts of stupid mistakes. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so I did an internship with them. They had a spot up in Woods Cross that was okay. you know, that was bumping. That was doing really well. So that's kind of where I first got introduced into the world of what is strength and conditioning. Because before that, it was mainly like I was lifting back and buys one day, chest and tries. Right, right, right. The classic, what, the classic bodybuilder. Exactly. Split. Yeah. Which I feel like is where everyone okay. starts, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so did that, did an internship, found out I really like it. I ended up going to the University of Utah and got my bachelor's degree. And while I was at the U, I mm. got an internship with their strength and conditioning department. So I was in- inter- What was the bachelor's degree in? Kinesiology. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So kinesiology, um, yeah, got my, got my degree there. And then I interned at the University of Utah with them for two and a half years while I was getting my bachelor's oh, degree. Wow. So I worked okay. I worked at Foothill Fitness or Foothill yeah, Foothill Fitness, which is like where we sold treadmills and stuff like that. So oh, I would okay. deliver treadmills on the week you know, the weekends and okay. did that to get the money, you know, and then interned wow. and then um yeah, I got that bachelor's degree and I was lucky enough by the time I finished my bachelor's degree, the University of Utah was kind of blowing up. You know, like they, they're in the Pac-12 now. They're starting to expand yeah. their staff. They actually, so the year I started is the year Utah Lacrosse was started to go D1, right? Or they started that journey. Okay. So they got. Because they were a club. Exactly. So And then they made that transition. Yeah. So when they made that okay. transition, so when they 
when they were a club and decided, hey, we want to take our shot, they brought over Brian Holman, you know, and that whole staff, mm-hmm. Will Nanny, Marcus mm-hmm. Holman, Adam Gittleman, they came out. And with that, they got some extra cash and funded my graduate assistantship. So mm-hmm. basically, the U made an agreement with them and me of if I'm their strength coach along with the cheer and dance team, they're going to pay mm. for my master's and give me a little stipend. Great. Yep. So that's how it worked out. So I was a graduate assistant wow. and I got my master's paid for and got to work with the Utah, you know, Utah lacrosse while they were a club trying to build it up to D1. Wow. Great. Which was a fantastic experience. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Did you work under, did you work under Cody? Was Cody yeah. there at the time? Yeah. Okay. Cody yeah. 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 I've, I've talked to Cody a, a couple of years ago. Yes. Cody is the man. Cody, yeah, he's he seems like a super intelligent guy. He is. He knows his stuff, you know, super friendly guy, which which is great. Yeah, I was very lucky. He's a very good leader. So I worked, so he mm-hmm. was the associate director at the time. The director was a guy named John Webster, but Cody okay. is now the director there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, wow. yeah, good dude. Very good. So, and how long were you at the U? Uh, I was there for lacrosse, cheer, and dance. Throughout the, throughout, you know, from internship to GA, and my full time, I was there a total of about six and a half years. So wow, I did. Like, you spent a good, a good amount of time. Yeah, there. yeah. It was definitely it's definitely home. You know. Go yeah, back there. yeah. Uh, and what was your master's degree? Sports psychology. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was fun. That's cool. That's that's actually huge. I had this this uh, this lady on yesterday who graduated with a psychology degree, and she has a nonprofit uh, for youth and all about psychology. So, you know, affirmations with these kids, yeah. super, um, I mean, she gets deep with them, Does she really? but that's, that's so underlooked. We were just saying, and like, just, un- so I don't know why, I mean, most people don't, don't cover that aspect of it. So I'm sure you utilize a lot of that in your coaching, your training mm-hmm. yeah, it, and just develop the trust with the kids, you know, yeah, exactly. Or anybody just kind of letting those overall principles guide the way you interact, mm. right? I'm definitely mm-hmm. not a very big, like having a sports psych session where we talk about pre-performance anxiety. And I, I mm-hmm. just try to let what I learned just naturally ooze out in the coaching, you know, that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that, that's a really, I bet you learned a lot from having a conversation. With that oh, one. 100%, I can't imagine yeah. the kind of stuff she with these kids. Are they athletes oh, yeah. or are they just like, they're athletes? Yeah. They are. So she played uh, soccer for Gonzaga and then played overseas in Sweden for a little bit. Oh, wow. And then came back. She like helped start the, um, the Royals, you know, the women's soccer team yeah. here. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I guess they moved, but uh, I think they're coming back anyways. Um, and then she just started this nonprofit because she just wanted to help youth. It's like 12 to 18 years old and mainly female. Um, but the things and the and the tools and the exercises that she has them do are just I'm like, this is great. This is incredible. Really? What's her name? Oh yeah. You don't, can you share it? Annie Hawkins. Annie Hawkins. Annie Hawkins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I haven't heard. Yeah, her. she's doing some really cool, really cool things. Is she out of Salt Lake? She's out of Salt Lake. Nice. Yeah. And and what she'll do is just bring her nonprofit to, you know, whether it's like the Zions Bank Real Academy, uh, and she'll just do clinics and she'll work with other soccer skills coaches. Or, you know, we were talking about having her come in here and how we can utilize this psychology aspect with strength training mm-hmm. and speed training. And I mean, dude, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Do you ever touch on any like psych principles with your, cause I know you work with a lot of that age, mm-hmm. right? 13 to 18 years old. 
Yeah, I think I think without knowing, yeah. I I more so like I'm just like I like to be extremely positive with these kids, yeah. right? Yeah. So maybe that's as that's as far as I get with that, and I don't think I don't think about being positive because I just maybe naturally I'm positive towards them. Yeah. But when she broke it down and and told me these exercises that she uses with these kids, I'm like, oh, like that would be that's incredible, really, and and that's something that I want to start, uh-huh. uh, implementing, but I, I feel like there's, I've just been a little bit vulnerable with that kind of communication and getting deep and getting on that more emotional level. Uh-huh. You know, it can, yeah. it can be a little bit, a little bit slippery. Yes. Um, yes. but yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try some stuff out, especially in your, or in our role as like, you need to be able to keep some sort of line of professionalism, especially when working yeah. with youth too. Right. Like, oh, yeah. and I'm sure you're working out of your basement. I was four yeah. or five when I trained like I had a couple you know high school aged females come into a weight room yeah. and I, it was only us three in there and I was just like mm-hmm. I need to put video cameras around it's scary yeah man. exactly like, that's yeah yeah I work with majority of my my clientele is, is female yeah. so to me it's the same thing it's like like I want to I don't want to seem like this weirdo yeah tell me about your uh, but I want to yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> like but I want to I want to there are some that and you can tell like that you've built that trust and yep. that buy-in and they will tell you Absolutely. a lot, you know? Yep. And uh, you know, it's, it's the newer ones where I'm like, eh, I'm going to wait a little bit to, to break the ice on this. For sure. Yeah. It's got to take a long time of trust on both ways for that to mm-hmm. even work in general. Right. Like mm-hmm. not only in theory, but in practicality, like you're, it's never going to work with someone you just met, you know, unless they have yeah. a lot of trauma that they're just ready to throw on someone, you know, but then yeah, that's not exactly. your role. That's, a therapist role. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what happened after the U? Okay. So yeah, so the U happened. So go from intern to graduate assistant to two years at full time. So full time, I was responsible for lacrosse, um, softball, and then the swim and dive team. And so I, it was great time. But you know, like, it was long hours, you know, like especially when I was in my GA, because lacrosse was a club team, they weren't allowed in during regular hours. So I would train them at 8.30, 9.30 at night, right? And then Jeez. I was there the next morning for a 6 a.m. lift to assist with, like, the coaches. So I was just getting fried. Mm-hmm. Um, and so two years, you know, of graduate assistantship of that. And when I go full-time, I think it's going to get better. And it does a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have, you know, with swim athletes, like they train twice a day. They train a lot. Yeah, they're pretty intense. Yeah, it's intense. So to support that, you have to be available. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people. And so long story short is I got burnt out there, too. And uh, I still remember, like, walking up because I had a sense that, you know, they hired Mark Harlan as, this, as the uh, athletic director. And it okay. totally, the vibe of the U just, like, totally shifted when he got hired. Mm. Everyone started sitting on pins and needles. He didn't have a great mm. reputation coming in. And so those rumors start spreading around. And um, I was there for a year with him and just started watching things change. Like, they hired a new director over Cody mm. at that point. His name was Henry, and he's a great guy. Good dude. Mm-hmm. It just Things were just changing, and I was like, it's probably time for me to take my next step. So my wife and I were actually looking at buying a house. So we were about to buy a house. And then I woke up one morning with just this gut feeling that said, nope, we're not buying a house. We're moving. I quit. So I (laughs) I woke up one morning. We're a big time like Jesus family. So we just, you know, we 
when we talk about it, my wife was cool. With yeah. She just completely supported me. So I was like, all right, let's wow. do it. So I Great. quit the U and when it went in with the people at camp to like okay. start something new. Right. So I'd interned there. They were working for, do you work with any athletes from La Roca? Yes. Yeah. So they were working with La Roca. I don't know if you've heard the mm-hmm. name Andrew and Drake. They're up mm-hmm. at La Roca. Oh, North. Drake, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Drake sounds familiar. Yeah. But so we went to go start some. And then, um, you know, it's it's a whole story in itself, but it was going well. And then it ended up just not going well. Right. So okay. when I left, I was I was under the assumption, a misunderstanding on my part and probably miscommunication on their part that we were going to build um, a gym. And do you know what Riverbend Sports Complex is? I know where Riverbend Golf Course is. Okay, so there's like a sports complex out there. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Oh, really? Yes, with like three in- indoor fields. What? It's like a massive thing. Yeah, it was. when we came upon it, I was stunned. It's, it's still there? It's still there. Do you think today? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's rocking and rolling, man. It's busy. Whoa. So I think, um, what soccer club is it that trains out of there? Not seven elite, but um, impact. Celtic impact is impact, another one. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I think impact trains out of there. Oh. Uh, and we were going to build out this loft and put a gym in there. Okay. Um, and they were. We made a verbal agreement on terms, and um, they had made an agreement before I stepped in, and the agreement was kind of not a good agreement, right? And so mm. it just didn't leave us in a spot to make much money, and then. You know, it was eight months until it was done. So I was training Marcus Holman in like uh, a hallway of like. Yeah, I've, I saw those videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of like <laughs> grungy, grungy areas, right? Jeez. Trying to make it work. And then. Um, now, what, what time? What's this time frame? This is, dude. So this is probably 2020, right around COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. really not that long wow. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they had a contract. So the camp was like getting plugged into La Roca. So they were going to okay. like build out this high performance model within the La Roca soccer club. Okay. And he was doing really well. I think he just over committed to being able to help me start the camp side. Okay. And then Drake just, we, we were all just caught in the middle. Right. And there was a lot of dishonesty that happened uh, that mm. just made me end up being like, all right, it's time for me to go. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not working. Um, let's just, let's just part ways. So we all ended up parting ways. And then I was kind of like, well, what the hell do I do now? You know, I just Mm -hmm. quit my job at the U. Fuck. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. what did I do that for? Um, Yeah. And then I ended up starting. I was, it was just going to be a band aid, uh, like a temporary thing, starting personal training at a place Mm -hmm. called Foothill Personal Training up in Salt Lake. And that's ran by a guy named Sean Mooney. And it just like was like, you know, gasoline to a fire i was really blessed and that when i went in there i had a group of clientele like i was training olympus women's lacrosse olympus men's lacrosse and olympus women's soccer so i was able when i left camp to to bring in some of those clients um and so that was enough to get kick-started and then the owner of that gym was like hey like do you want to try personal training like i know it's not an interest of yours, but you know, I know you're a strength and conditioning, but you might, you might be good at it. You might like it. And I have more than enough clients. Like, can I Mm. call you a few? I was like, sure, I'll take, I'll take one, you know? Then I started with one and I had a positive experience. And then all of a sudden I'm booked out, you know, and within three months I was completely full from 6am to 4pm with personal training. 
Yeah. Okay. It was awesome. And cheese for so that was twenty, kind of twenty twenty one to really the end of last year. I was doing that, and that was fun, man. Like I don't know because you're what's your you you do a lot of one on ones, don't you? Or do you have? Small yeah, ones? I do mainly one on ones. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of a mix, like sixty to seventy percent uh, adolescent. Yeah. The other 30% is like personal training, right? Yeah. It's like um, older population. How do you like it? Oh, love it. Yeah. And it brings a good, it just brings a good difference to my day, you know? Yeah. Like the mornings are full of the the personal training, the the general population, and then it's the afternoons that are like the athletics. So I think that kind of helps my my burnout potential. Yeah. Um, but oh, it's a blast! Dude. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time. Do you like with your mm-hmm. personal training clients? Are they older, same age? Yeah, I mean it's it it, it averages from twenty five to seventy six years old. Okay, wow. So anywhere in between. Yeah, how do you like training the older folks? Oh, it's fun. I mean, yeah. it, it, there's kind of like uh, like we train, but they're. They like to have conversations, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and like they, they have stories for days, yes, you know dude. what I mean? So it's great. Like I, I enjoy it. And, you know, even if we have a session where we, where we talk most of the time, like you know, for them, it's probably great. Yeah, absolutely. You know? That was one thing but, I was, I was so pleasantly surprised about with personal training because I didn't, I really mm-hmm. didn't want to do it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't want to just sit here and listen to some dude talk, you know? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. get these interesting people. Like I remember, mm-hmm. I got so my first client was a sweet woman named Sarah, like the sweetest woman. Um, and so anytime there's a sweet lady, like it just your your heart your heart softens and it makes it mm-hmm. really good to be with her. And then the next one, I got uh, a husband and wife couple, okay. and that was kind of interesting of like how was I going to navigate competing goals in the same session? Mm-hmm. And he was like, he just sold an ag business. You know, and she was a therapist by trade. And so I have two very oh, smart, wow. high-powered individuals. And mm-hmm. it was training those two. We developed a really special relationship. And those two are kind of what kick-started me really liking it. Uh, and cool. it was because they're stories, man. Like, they'd sit here and talk about stories that I could, you know, it was, it was, I don't know why I was getting paid for that hour. Because they were yeah, they yeah, telling yeah. me stories. You know? They would teach you a lot, I'm sure. Too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And the cool thing is, like the transferability because i don't i don't necessarily change like my thing is i don't have anybody that comes to me for weight loss i my my thing is you want to get stronger you want to feel better day to day like i got moms you know 40 mid 40s moms that come in and say i've never been stronger in my life yeah and to me that's like that's what exactly why i'm here that's what i'm doing this for like i i can make a 16 year old strong and i can make a 45 year old strong right. and that's that transferability is there obviously you have to, to tweak a few things and there's some variation but yeah you know, like it's, it's the same thing. It's just a different, different, uh, client, yeah. know, different person in front of you, different loading schemes. Right. Like it's just, yeah, it's just yeah, small yeah. variables. You got to change the, mm-hmm. the generality of it is the same. Like you said, the transferability. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. But it's cool. Um, so personal training. So, uh, what was I going to ask you? Shoot. Oh, rewind real quick. Yeah. I just want to, I'm curious why you, why, when you were about to buy your house and you wanted to quit the U, what was the, what, what was the why behind that? Was it a financial thing? Was it a more freedom thing? Was it a more dude? What was it's it? a gut. It was just a gut feeling. So really? I, I tend to run my life based off of gut feelings, right? So I, mm. I'll get a hint of something. It's really weird. So I, at the end of every year, 
I have like this mm-hmm. ritual where I kind of close the year out with a cigar and some whiskey, reflect, mm-hmm. and then try to project forward. And I'll end up usually like those are fun sessions, like things for me to do because I mm-hmm. I find out things that I want to change, you know. And then I'll when I set my you write them down. Forward, say that again. You you write them down. Sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes okay. like sometimes I drink too much whiskey and I forget to write it. Down. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up the next morning and you're like, I don't even remember what I was reflecting on. <laughs> like crap, that was kind of counterproductive. Yes, I got to do it again. Yeah. Nah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So like just spending time. So it was a feeling. Yeah. Okay. Just a gut feeling of like, hey, I don't think this is where my path is going to be like, I like to think about, so my number one driver is my wife and I's marriage, my and I. Mm. So like if that's in bad states, it tends to throw me off big time. Right. Mm. And so not that we were like having issues, but you know that, I mean, that woman, I would wake up at four and get home at nine. So she would take the dog for a walk in the morning and at night and make dinner. And I was just like, yeah, there's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Is this worth it for 48 grand? Yeah. You know? mm. And so when I had like, I had asked my, my boss, Henry at the time, like, Hey, what, what do I have to do to get a raise? You know, I'm getting positive feedback as a coach. We're hitting these benchmarks. And he was like, dude, like, I'm sorry to say, but you don't get a raise unless someone above you quits. Wow. Right. Okay. And then like, so I had <laughs> had that gut feeling and then we had yeah. that conversation and then I was like, Hey, I think my time is done here then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without a bad plan. So yeah. Yeah. Um so at Foothill, I wasn't sure. So you did you would make videos because I've I've seen the videos at the gym. Yeah. The that female that was with you, is that your wife or is that no. so she's just a good friend. Okay. Yep. yep. So she's okay, cool, cool. Okay. out of Foothill Fitness. Gotcha. Yeah. Her name's okay. Eleni Saltis and she uh yeah, she's kind of like her and Sean seem to be the two main trainers at Foothill Personal Training. So we were trying okay. to figure out, you know, how to how to expand the arms of Foothill Fitness at the time. And we figured making okay. those videos were good. She's an awesome trainer. Cool, yeah. Good woman. But yeah, my wife's name is Maya. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um cool. So then after Foothill, after the personal training. Yeah. Uh, you moved, moved, man. So we, again, another so now one you're doing gut, what? Another one of those okay. gut feelings. Oh, we were in Lake okay. Powell and maybe it's just me being, you know, yeah, <laughs> scatterbrained. Who knows? Maybe it's me being foolish, but no, my wife was in agreement. So we were in Lake Powell, um, kicking it with my, one of my good friends. Did you know Baron Bruce by chance? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So his, I think he, I think one of his buddies, um, you train, I think his sister, I cannot remember her name. I feel really bad. She's gonna if she finds out that. What's I, the buddy's name? The, um, so there's Jacoby, and I can't remember. His oh, name. Zoe. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Zoe. gotcha. So we were yep. talking mm-hmm. about you a lot on that trip. Yeah. Okay. Um, she just obviously is a huge <laughs> fan and very appreciative of her. Yeah, things. she's I, great. Yeah. Don't tell her I forgot her name. <laughs> she's gonna be pissed. There was a lot of drinking that trip. I was like, I know I should know this. I know I should know this. Uh, oh shoot! But we were out there, and uh, we were. I came back, and so my brother had. So my family lives all in Tennessee. So I haven't okay. lived by my family in a while. Um, and my brother, throughout our younger uh, years, struggled with some drug addiction stuff, and so mm-hmm. he didn't get clean till about five years ago. So we didn't really have much time, but we were really, really close until that that time. So we didn't have much time together. 
long story short is he was he was talking about moving out to Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, like it would be really cool if I could if I could end up by him somehow. And then my wife and I were talking of like, you know, maybe let's just keep our ears to the ground. And I asked her if she'd be okay with me kind of just looking out because personal training's great, but I didn't I miss training big groups. Uh, oh, you enjoyed training big groups. I love because that's the opposite, though. See, I I don't like training big groups. Really, I love I love training one to three people. Really, that's, that's yeah. So what <laughs> what about the big groups? Do you do you not like? So I I don't know. Maybe I can justify it with this, but I definitely um, have OCD. Okay. I mean, I've been, I've been diagnosed to have it OCD. Oh, really? And maybe it's just that of if I have. And like I, I've worked with the the school's uh, volleyball team, girls volleyball team, cool. and it's me versus thirty. Yeah, and that to me that's extremely hard because I'm seeing things out of my peripheral vision where I'm like, oh. okay, that needs fixed, that needs fixed, that needs yeah. fixed, that needs uh-huh. fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I've been I've I've done that where I've just been like, okay, everyone, just let's get in the center. Yeah, let's think about this the same time, and it just like I, like it just kind of gives me anxiety a little bit. Yeah. Where I can, I can, I'd much rather focus on one person yep. than 20. And I mean, like, that's, that's a huge group for one person anyway. It is. Um, but I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah. And especially with <laughs> high school girls, you know, as they're yeah. lovely to train, but sometimes mm-hmm. grabbing their attention of like mm-hmm. where your foot should be positioned. Sometimes they don't care about that, you know? <laughs> so it could be yeah. challenging. It's hard, but that's cool that you like big groups. Yeah, well, because I think when I was at the U with lacrosse, there was 55 guys, and it was me. Mm. Right, so I had to make it work, and we were in a weight room setting, right? So not only, like, is there 55 dudes, but we're banging around some Olympic lift Mm -hmm. variations, some, you know, Mm -hmm. some heavy compound lifts. So I had to learn quickly how to, like, manage a room, Um, and I just ended up. I think loving it, you know, cause it's a lot of movement. It's a lot of, I'm easily distracted as a human being. So, yeah. and I'm like the opposite okay. of OCD. So I'm clean. Okay. I'm clean. <laughs> yeah. but like, I have I like okay. a clean house, but like I'm very, a little bit of this, a <laughs> little bit of that. So the big room yeah, yeah, gives yeah. me a, a lot of change, which is nice. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I missed it, you know, and I missed, I missed the, the strength and conditioning setting. I missed, okay. I felt, I felt like I wasn't plugged into the field much anymore. And I think okay. that's my own perception, right? I still have friends, but I, I just didn't feel like I was in the field of strength and conditioning, you know? Okay. Um, and so long, and my buddy ended up calling me on the drive home from North Carolina, from um, Lake Powell. Lake Powell. Yeah. Okay. And my buddy who lives here, he's a, he works for Marsoc, which is the special, I'm op- not familiar. Yeah, the special operations side of the Marine Corps. So they have okay. a special operations unit and okay. it's uh based in North Carolina and he lives here and he was a great. So we interned at the U together. He was in my wedding. So he was a great. Oh, wow. Yeah, great yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, he had some family issues. So he was, he was running, he had to, you know, be a dad of two kids by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lost his wife in a car accident a few oh, years ago. And so I was like, and he's like, Hey, you know, I didn't think you would want this job, but, Cody told me to tell, I told Cody and he's like, Hey, you should tell Parker. There's a job opening up on base to be part of what's called the school of infantry. So it's basically mm. a tactical strength and conditioning job working with the Marine Corps 
at SOI, which would is like right by him. And I was like, man, like this could be, and you know, so I looked it up and it turns out it's three hours from Charleston, you know? And so I was like, oh, that could be three hours from my brother, you know? So it was a very, like, there was a lot of applicants, you know, and I didn't think I'd be able oh. to get it. I was like, you know, like, let's, I'll put my, na- my name in the hat for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't think much of it. And I don't know if you have ever worked for the government, but things take a long time. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like I can started. imagine. This happened in August, <laughs> and, like, my first interview was until mid-September of, like, a little bit. Of, and we had a little bit of back and forth with the hiring personnel. Um, so I went through the interview process, and it kind of just got, you know, you, know, you start moving through the process, and your name keeps coming up, you know. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to think about this more seriously. Um, mm. And so, you know we ended up getting offered the job and wow. I was, I was kind of dumbfounded. I didn't think I would get offered that job. Um, but everyone I had talked to about the staff here was like, mm-hmm. dude, you got to take that job. It's a fantastic really? staff. Like they have a lot of momentum going for the department. Um, you got, if you're interested in being in tactical strength and conditioning, this is one of the better jobs. Mm. And so, you know, and, where we live so it's on the coast of north carolina so okay. we live i live 12 minutes from the beach right now wow yeah. and you can get a That's home nice. like dude so there's homes for four hundred thousand dollars that are like nice houses yeah four beds three baths 10 minutes from the beach so it's like this kind of hidden it's hurt i was like oh wow. wow we could afford a little bit more you know mm-hmm. the salt lake's expensive Mm-hmm. I have some more time. It's a government job. So like your benefits, benefits, pension, yeah. you know, six to two, you're not allowed to work more than that. Like there's all Jeez. these cool. And I love, like, I love doing jujitsu and shooting guns and like that kind of side of things. This is made for you. Yeah. So I was like drinking whiskey and smoking cigars. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I was like, all right, I think, and, you know, Maya, are you cool with this? And she was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And so we moved out here in December. So we haven't even been out here three months yet. Yeah. So you've been officially fully employed. Mm-hmm. You've been to work six to two. Yeah. This is now teams or uh, not teams, but Marines in a team setting. Kind of. Yeah. So the jo- basically, right? yeah, exactly. Basically. So my, where my role is I'm in charge of what's called AITB. Okay. So that's the Advanced Infantry Training Battalion. Okay. So basically what will happen is Marines will go, they'll finish basic, and then they'll go to this other course, and then they'll go out into the fleet, right? So they'll be okay. stationed at different areas. They'll be doing Marine things. And then when someone identifies, hey, this Marine's pretty good, let's send him to basically continuing education school Oh, okay. There's a bunch of courses at the battalion I'm trained, um, I'm with, that the students will come to. So, you know, there's like infantry unit leadership course, infantry small unit leadership course, mm. advanced machine gunners. So there's all these mm. courses, and my job is to, number one, when, when kids come into like a six-week course, I'll get a couple training sessions with them, you know? But really, the the gap that I've noticed right now, the Marine Corps is like platoon commanders run PT, 
right? So I, mm. I like you, you would be responsible for your 10 guys. You're going to, you know, physically train them. I'm responsible for my 10 guys. I'm going to physically train them. And that the person in charge doesn't have any background in strength conditioning, right? So they're basically mm. just some Marine that has done a good job. And now they're in charge of leading physical training. Really? Yes. And so, Which is probably common in not just the Marines, but all sectors of, of the military. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, needless to say, they're broken. You know, a lot of, a lot mm. of Marines are broken. They spend a lot of money on healthcare and injuries and shin splints and load management, baby. Exactly. dude. So <laughs> a lot of my job is yes, I train them while they're there, not every mm -hmm. day, but I'll run them through a couple of strength and conditioning sessions. But we'll have plenty of education sessions where I'm teaching these guys, like, because I'm with advanced infantry, everybody who runs through that course is leading physical training for their platoon. So I'm talking to a bunch of basically many strength and conditioning coaches, you know, wow. so I get to, it's a lot of education stuff. Which you like. I do like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I get to teach, here's how to make a PT plan. Here's things to think about. Here's what not That's to cool. do. So it's cool. It's different than it's more challenging than I was expecting it would be, but the Marines really seem to appreciate it. And, um, so it's been fun. It's not as much coaching on the floor as I'm used to, mm -hmm. um, a lot more educating, but it's good, man. It's cool. It's cool to be able to teach, you know, the art of coaching and strength and conditioning to the military because their eyes light up. Like one of the things was like, like you probably don't want to mix your burpees with your Olympic lifting. And they were like, thought that was like profound. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm like, well, think about it. <laughs> Olympic lifting is a skill. It's its own uh -huh. sport for a reason. Right. And like when you do burpees, you're just diminishing your quality. Like just save the burpees for later if you're going to do them. And that was like wow. profound for him. So yeah, that's cool. So you, and so you, how long do you think you're going to be out there? You like this better than you have a good feeling about this? I, I do. Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. Like, I do right now. It's, um, I like it. I love the staff that I get to work with. The other coaches on staff are really, number one, good human beings, and number two, um, doing cool stuff. And it seems mm -hmm. like that tactical strength and conditioning world is growing. You know, mm -hmm. like it just seems like more jobs are popping up in the military. The military yeah. has expressed like, anytime, I guess, I didn't know this, but anytime the military makes something a GS job, a government funded job, it's like the concept is locked into life because oh, like wow. if they're if they're just testing a concept they'll just throw money at it and have a contracting team you know like facilitate the hiring and stuff but now that these jobs are turning into government jobs they say that like this will be a vital part of their functionality for the foreseeable future and because they keep turning up jobs like this, it's like, it's just, a, there's a lot of growth in it. Right. So mm -hmm. a lot of positive trends. So I, I do feel like I'm here for a while. And then because mm -hmm. I've had extra time, I've been started some like remote training through train heroic. Mm. Do you do yeah, any yeah, of that? Cool. I do team builder. I use team builder. Use team builder but do you do yeah. like, do you have some one-on-one -on -one clients since, or do you uh, like groups or. Uh, so with the volleyball team uh -huh. during uh, not summer. Cause I go there in the summer twice a week yeah. and run them through, do like a summer training clinic thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I put their programming in team builder yeah. and then I have like 
10 online clients that, that either don't live here or do live here, but just want to work out on their own. Yeah. And then I use team, I use team builder for that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you do any like uh one-on-one training remote where people are paying for you and they're, you're writing their program that they're doing on their own time? Like, yeah, that's that. That's what I would do during team building. Okay. So those, that's like those 10 that I mentioned that those 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. I thought, so I, they I pay X good. amount and, and then I write, I, I, you know, write their program in the app. I'm sure, I mean, train heroic and team builder are probably pretty similar. Yeah, they probably are. Um, yeah. But how do you like doing that? Um, I don't, you don't? like, I, you know, I, 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 like I do, but I would much rather, like, I don't want to be an online trainer. Yeah. I want to be, I like in person. Yep. I need that in-person human interaction. Yep. I'm with you, man. It's different. And it's mm. hard to know. Like Intent is everything, right? Like watching oh, a yeah. lift. What was the speed like? Mm-hmm. Right? like? All those things matter. And the instant feedback. Yes, yeah. exactly. How to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I've been dabbling in it with a couple of my old clients from, you know, Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm figuring out if I like it or not. It is nice for like passive income or not. Really yeah, passive, yeah, yeah. But like it's a nice way that doesn't take man hours, you know. Yeah, build exactly. Some, some extra cash, but uh, yeah. And then, uh, do you do you think you'll continue to build out that side of your business, or are you just gonna? I'm not gonna. No, where where I'm at with ten, I like that. Yeah, I like ten, so I'm gonna keep it. I'm not putting any energy into getting more. Yeah. Uh, only only the in person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like that. Do you have space for more in person? Um, you know what I tell people with that is, I would rather have a waiting list than. Look, look, like trying to scrounge for more clients, yeah. you know. So I always say yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. And then to see, yeah. because you know, it's like I'm sure you feel it a lot with kids sports, man. They're like, it's hard to get consistent training in. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. So, in season, off season. You know, I just saw um, uh, Taylor Johnson. Oh yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's yeah, she's great. And her and her little brother. I don't know if you've yes. you've trained the little brother. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they're great. She's great. Uh, I mean, massive potential. Yes. Uh, but she's an example of, you know, she does high school competitive basketball and then track. And then yeah. like, I'm like, how do you juggle? And she's not the only one that that's like that, but juggling all this time, the skill and that like the sports skill and then trying to add in strength and conditioning, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's impressive. That family, it's impressive. when you train them, you're going to end up loving them. Rachel, her mm-hmm. mom is an awesome woman. And then Taylor, mm-hmm is extremely smart and wildly strong. She's oh yeah. Long. I was like, oh, she's, she's long, she's long, you know, mm-hmm. but she's strong and she can mm-hmm. move really well. Move really well. Yeah. yeah she's exactly. impressive. And hers, I've heard her little brother. I, when I trained him, it was last year and he's just a young mm-hmm. kid figuring his body out, you know, but I, yeah. I heard he's a savage of a tennis player. Really? Yeah. Like beating high school I, guys. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, that's good. I'm excited to hear. I'll keep tapping. Like we'll keep in touch because I'm excited to hear how that relationship yeah. progresses. Absolutely, I'm excited. I'm excited to work with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've really had quite the experience in all sorts. I mean, in, in a short amount of time, like yeah. all sorts of different. Like what? What would even that be? Uh, job descriptions. Yeah. You know, team setting in a college personal training, uh, remote training, one, uh, military. Yeah. It's been, I mean, that's quite the, the resume. 
I would say. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. I so, so how do you, yeah, of course. Um, so let's circling back to what you were thinking about, you were passionate about. Yeah. Um, did you said that you just kind of figured that out? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think me not knowing, not being fully clear about what I'm passionate about is mm -hmm. probably one of the reasons why I've kind of jumped around so much, you know, like mm. maybe me searching for what truly drives me, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm starting to figure it out, but it, it changes a lot too, right? What mm -hmm. I'm passionate about, but, and you know, your question was a great question. And I think right now as it stands, it's just, you know, helping others figure out what works best for them, you know, and yeah. that, and personal training taught me a lot of that, man. Like when you're a strength and conditioning oh, sure. coach at a college, what you say goes, and if you don't mm -hmm. like it, then go run sprints, you know, like it wasn't yeah. until personal training that I was like, I really have to figure out how to make other things work. Mm. Um, and so, and I like, like, like what you said, the building of relationships is mm -hmm. like the fact that I can still text these people that I was a personal trainer with for a year and, and go get beers with them and talk to them. Yeah, it's cool. It's really, that's what feels special in my heart. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that I'm always reminded of the book mastery by Robert green. I don't know if you've heard uh -huh, about that. But let me write that down. Yeah. It's a, it's a big book, but I think where, where you're at with your passion, I mean, this is a great example because the, the gist of it is like, you go through all these walks of life, like what you did doing all these training, these job descriptions. And those are kind of surface level things like, yeah, I worked with college. I did personal training. Uh, I'm working with the military and maybe you're not passionate about each individual job description, but the underlying thing is what you just said was you enjoy helping people yeah. and whether that's, in those different modalities or whether you're a nurse or whether right. you're, you know, you, something that you're helping somebody do or, or helping somebody improve yep. is, is that that's the deeper meaning. That's exactly. And I mean, you nailed it on the head. It's not like, it's not like, yeah, I'm passionate about college strength and conditioning because it goes deeper than that. Right. And obviously you probably know from a sports psychology background, but it it's definitely, I mean, you nailed it on the head. I would highly suggest Checking out that book. Definitely will. Mastery by Robert mm -hmm. Green. Mastery by Robert Green. Honest. He's got a he's got a different series of books, but that one, uh, I mean, that one jumps out. Okay, cool. I'll check those out for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Good. And um, it's just yeah, it's interesting. And what's yours? Like, what are you passionate? Is it similar? I would imagine it's that exact same thing yeah. because my, I mean, I don't think a lot of people know kind of my background. I haven't done like an episode on myself yet. You got but to man. We all we're all. I know. I to need know. to. I know I need to, but I started in the nursing field. So Are I was like, I was a CNA for like four years in nursing homes, you know, giving people showers, changing Ooh. diapers of like 60, you know, oh. 70 years old. Are oh yeah. Yeah. Serious? I did the dirty work. I did the dirty work. So when, so when somebody like, um, like when a client like burps in front of me or something, they're like, Oh, sorry. But I'm like, Oh, trust me. That's nothing. <laughs> that's, that's nothing. nothing. You know, but but, uh, yeah. So, and then I wanted to do nursing school and like do this whole thing, but long story short was then I, I discovered personal training yeah. and 
then I, I was reading that book. This was years ago. Uh, I mean, 10 years ago where I read it. And then I just discovered that my, that my passion is similar to yours. It's helping people, Yeah. but it's now helping people in this industry. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe, maybe later on it might be helping people in another industry. Like, I, right. I don't know, but it's, it's that I enjoy, I enjoy the hell. I enjoy being somebody that somebody can trust, you know, mm -hmm. that somebody can yeah. look up to, yeah. that somebody can, you know, like, like, there, there's a lot. Yeah. That's cool, man. Do you, do you foresee yourself ever being able to be in a different industry? Like when people ask uh, you, you going to be a strength coach for the rest of your life, do you say yes or no? Uh, I think there's a big possibility. Yeah. Um, I, I sometimes think about that though. Like, what am I going to be like 60 years old, still doing the same thing in my basement? Like <laughs> may, maybe, but yeah. then I, then I start to think about like, what am I going to, you think, is someone going to train with like a wrinkly, like <laughs> gray headed, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. They kind of like the fresh look, you know, like, I don't know, but, yeah. uh, I sometimes think about that, but I also enjoy kind of like what you said, teaching others to do things that I've done yeah. or that, that I've been through, like not even, not even just strength conditioning, but opening a business, running a business, yeah. uh, going through marketing and branding and yeah. starting up, like having a product, you know, uh, yeah. like, I, I just don't know. I'm very, I'm very all over the place, yeah. maybe trying to figure it out, but, uh, I'm picking up DJing too. So, I you know, we're going to, go. <laughs> you know, I know. I'm so bumping, dude. Uh -huh. <laughs> absolutely. So I don't know, like I'm kind of all over the place yeah. and, uh, and we'll see. I just like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. What's your What's your vision for the lab? Do you have because you're doing a podcast? Dude, I don't know. You got pre workout. Mm -hmm. You got you mm -hmm. got all sorts of stuff going on. I kind of I kind of work. Uh, I don't work like three five years at a time. Like I kind of work maybe a year at a time. Yeah. So it's really hard to say. Yeah. Um. And and it's kind of like maybe we kind of go. You know, my wife and I might go along this gut feeling thing too. But it's like. You know, we were living over by you. Yeah. This this other house came up on the market and it, it took us days to figure out, okay, we're buying this house. And I had, and I, and then I had to, you know, I was so stressed about moving the gym there, figuring it out. But I'm, I like the on my toes, figuring it out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that just, I, I thrive a little bit more with that than like having a five year plan because then I know something's going to happen within that five years. Right. Cause it just has. Yeah. So I really don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get my own place. I don't know if I'm going to yeah. expand and hire trainers. Yeah. I don't know. Have you tried, have you tried like hiring a trainer to run a camp or something like that? Yeah. Like the issue with that is there's so many things that I would be a perfectionist on Yeah. that I can't like, like if I could clone myself or like, yeah. or have yourself where we're so like-minded, you know, yeah. and, and I know that, that I can give you the key to my house and say, okay, here you go. Bring in people. Right. Yep. It's, it's, it's going to be hard to find somebody like that. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe that we'll, that we'll run into a situation where, where that's going to happen. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's hard. Like, and the issue I ran into is I tried it and it's hard to find someone like that, that you can pay. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause you've got to charge so much in order to be paid yeah. someone like that, that, what we what we feel like they're worth you know yeah because um, that that's what's hard about strength and conditioning is scaling business i never figured out how to do it hence yeah. probably why i stepped away you know but i know people yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. right like 
Um, it's just challenging to figure out. But you got you got your hands in a lot of different stuff. What what is your wife? A lot of different work, stuff. If you don't mind me asking. So she uh yeah so we have three kids. Three kids, um, dude. Three kids. Oh. Yeah yeah. <laughs> I know right. We got we got them done early too. But anyways, um, crank them out. Get it. So open. my wife. Yeah exactly exactly. Um so right now she she works part time at doing wedding event planning. So okay. it's like her and two others that uh wedding event planners cool. you know, or, or private events. So, yeah. so that's, that's what kind of got me in the mind of this DJ thing. Cause I'm yeah. like, when in my life have I known anybody in the wedding industry? Yeah. And that time is now. So yeah. I like developing a new skill and, and, uh, yeah. you know, and, she, and it's super cool for her cause she just works from home and yeah. she goes to the events on the weekend so I can watch the kids and whatever. Yeah. That's cool. Does she like that kind of stuff? Organizing oh, yeah. and being creative and yep. that's a lot that's of her thing. people too, man. Like the wedding that's her thing, yep. is such a big moment for people oh, to be yeah. able to help guide that, facilitate that. It's got to feel oh, good. Yeah. That's her thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Designing, organizing the wedding, you know, uh -huh. yeah. that's awesome. She, she likes it. What's her name? Whitney. Whitney. Okay. Did y'all meet? Mm -hmm. How'd y'all meet? High school. High school. Okay. So she went to high yeah. school, Alta too. Yeah. Did she graduate the same year? She is two years younger. Two years younger. Okay. So what, 2012. What's her last name? Well, the thing is, she was kind of only at Alta for like a year. Okay. And then she went to Jordan. Oh, rough, dude. Maybe she I knows know, I know. my wife went to Jordan. Maybe she, she ended up knowing her. What's your wife's last name? Maya. Her last name was Shabanovich. Or her maiden name. Yeah. Shabanovich or Sabanovich. Where is that from? She's from Bosnia. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Shabanovich. Shabanovich. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. You should have kept that last name. I know. I, was, I thought cool. about it. I'm like, man, I like Eagle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, dude, what what else you want to talk about? What else? Uh, I mean, this has been great. Yeah. Yeah. I've, been I've appreciated your your insight with a lot of things. Yeah. Um. I mean, I know you could probably talk a lot about training methodologies yeah. or psychology or yeah. like whatever. Like, um, if there's anything that what about something uh, I, I should have brought this up earlier, but something that um kind of maybe uh I don't want to say it pisses you off, yeah. but oh yeah, you know fires you up and yeah. in in the whether that's in the military now or yeah. doesn't even have to do with strength conditioning, just what yeah. kind of you know tell me about I've it I've thought about that dude in our industry, I really what grinds my gears is mm -hmm. when I see all this like. I wake up at four in the morning and I go for a run, even when I don't want to. Just kind of like that cheesy, oh, motivational. Because, okay. and I know it's kind of counterintuitive because it's supposed to. I just it's supposed to be motivational and stuff. But everything I've learned from sports psych says that that fails, right? Like you oh. creating parameters where you have to wake up at four in the morning to do something is usually not going to last. For some, it may, right? Like, but most people are not going to continually choose to wake up at 4 a.m. and train mm. and, and continue to do that for the rest of their life and then live a positive life. You know, I, I think mm -hmm. there's so many in order for us to be fit, you know, individuals, I think you have to have positive relationships in your life. And if mm -hmm. you're waking up at 4 a.m., and choosing not to see your friends on a Friday night so you can wake up and train, that's not healthy, you know? And yeah. eventually you're going to die alone. But maybe you have a sick pack, but you're alone. Yeah, right. You know, or you got a divorce because Jeez. you never ate a cheeseburger with your wife, you know? I, yeah, I, yeah, so yeah. That, that mentality, like the David Goggins. I mean, me and my buddy mm -hmm. have a really, I have a really good friend 
who's an extremely talented endurance athlete. I, I try okay. to keep telling him to compete, but he's like, eh, it'll ruin the fun of it. But he's hold, he holds, what's the acronym on Strava for like trail best time? I, I can't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I've only opened Strava like once yeah. in my life. So no <laughs> idea. I don't, I don't run long yeah. distance, bro. <laughs> oh, there's like, I, there's an acronym for it. And he's got just like, he's got the best time on all oh, these wow. trails in Salt Lake City okay. and Park City. Um, but he had the David Goggins mentality. And part of it I respect. Mm. Like we, would, uh, we were roommates with another buddy and we all had a, a long night of drinking. And all mm. of us woke up feeling horrible uh, this was in college and he put on a, tw- a 40 pound weight vest and i was like what are you doing he's like i don't deserve to feel good and then went for a run and then i like, almost died of dehydration on the shoreline we had to go pick him up and take him oh down my. just like a savage mentally just can just push Jeez. through so much pain um and he was a big day he he was a big david goggins fan Right. So mm. he would run and run. Well, now I'm actually programming for him because his his Achilles is shot. Right. Like he's mm. getting all this Achilles pain, uh, all this tennis elbow pain because he would do a Murph every day. That was his oh workout. My. Just a savage. But like, so it's that mentality that just, I think, ends up breaking people, you know, like, mm-hmm. like it's you can work hard, man, like working hard. I'm all about it. And we all should work hard, you know. Mm-hmm. training and in our lives but if that's if there's not a backside to that of you know some love or some build up weeks you know like yeah you just gotta the the hard work should come in stints and then we should also encourage like the chilling out or the consistency yeah. or the like yeah eating a cheeseburger with your wife because she's more important than your six-pack kind of stuff yeah 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 i Have wonder if that got that? Like, how do you yeah, Sorry, like sorry, I wonder if I wonder if it got popularized by well, I and and that's an I mean that was an interesting answer because a lot of the times, well, the past uh people that I've had on here have mainly said something to do with social media like how it's very well, clownish and it just, you know, you shouldn't believe everything you see on social media, yeah. but this is an interesting answer because I, I I'm I'm curious and I bet it kind of popularized around you know where somebody looks at the rock and they're like I want to look at the rock but they're you know, not the same height, not the same build, but they still try and train like him. Right. And so I wonder if it kind of popularized when you, you see more David Goggins and like, um, Jocko Willink yes. and, and then people, and, uh, what's the other one? 75 hard and Andy Frisella, yep. All you know? Guys. So I, I bet that it, it is that influence of potentially social media and yeah. just seeing like, I, Oh, I'm going to do 75 hard so I can look like X, yeah. you know, or, yeah, like that's that's a that's that's a that's a crazy mindset. Like that's that's a psychological component of of things, and maybe people just aren't happy with the way that they feel, or yeah. or, or uh, I don't know. Yeah, like what what primes your gears in our industry? Oh, dude, recently it's been like. Um, Sport coaches. Oh uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <they're all> <laughs> what particular? I was just like, thinking. sorry. No, I guess not like sport coaches coaching a sport, uh-huh. you know, because obviously that's what they do. Yeah. But it's sport coaches coaching strength and conditioning. Yes. Dude. Um. So, some of the so. things that I hear, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I you know, I I try and tell the the kids that tell me like without bashing on their sport coach yeah. because you know they're an influence to them as well, right. but. 
there's lanes that I think people need to stay in. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, just, just kind of like what you mentioned about what they do in the military, how they have this person who's been to the military can all of a sudden write strength conditioning workouts. Right. Um, I mean, exact same thing. Yeah. Exact same thing. How do you, how do you deal with this? Like, have you worked with a particularly bad sport coach yet? Like one that's, like, um, person was, and you obviously, no, I've never, I, I never worked directly with them. I mean, it's the athlete that I work with that is, that plays their sport. Right. Um, but I've just kind of been creating more ideas around that. Yeah. Uh, ra- rather than, rather than saying the sport coach is terrible for doing what they're doing. Yeah. I'm trying to work around like how can I approach this sport coach and offer my assistance yes. because without telling them that they're doing things absolutely wrong yeah. or, or in a way that could potentially harm this, you know, 15 year old. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to work around a way to offer. And it's crazy because I will, I just a few weeks ago, I approached, I DM'd a, a coach um, saying, Hey, I would love to come run, you know, I've got Broward timing system, so yeah. we can run some 10 yards. We can run some, te- just some base tests so that you as a sport coach have before season and after season. Yeah. And I would come give an hour or two of my time for free to run through technique. And he shut that down. And I'm like, just to me, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why. Maybe like, I don't, I'm not trying to step on toes, yeah. but I don't know. Is there, what sport was that sport coach with? Softball. Softball. Huh. Mm -hmm. Because I found like soccer was a really hard one. I feel like soccer Mm -hmm. was a very closed, like there's a lot of coaches like that who felt like they knew how to condition and, um, you know, work, Mm -hmm. you know, physically train their their athletes. But I I didn't run into that with softball. Dang, that's interesting. And one sport, I mean, and and one sport that I I don't have one person – uh, that I train who plays football really, because I feel like that's a big, that's a big sport as well, where the sport coach is like, no, like they, they may even, I've heard that they may even tell these kids that you are not allowed to do anything outside of what I'm giving or outside of what we're doing in here, you know? So then these kids start to get in this, okay, like this is the guy, like we need to listen to this guy. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That, that is crazy. And football, it makes sense. Cause I, when I was playing football, I was the same thing, right? Like I didn't really mm-hmm. go outside of that. And then I go back and look at those programs that we ran. And I was like, yeah, they were stupid. Like, it's crazy. It's stupid, man. It's, it's silly. The kind of stuff they do. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. What, like what, what aspect of strength and conditioning is your favorite? Like, do you like, Training for strength, power. Like, mm-hmm. like what's your what's your favorite? Yeah, style? like strength. Strength is gonna be is gonna be the biggest one. Yeah. Um, partially because I came from a powerlifting background. Okay. So, yeah. And and not only just to me, what I like and the reason why I enjoy females more is because it's not only that yeah they're getting strong, but it's the confidence that comes with yeah. that. It's like building into you their know, where they're like where like to when Taylor was in here day one we like we worked up to a 70 pound goblet hold split squat yeah and i'm like taylor that's that's like that's incredible you're already starting at this point yeah you know what i mean like just just to put into their eyes that you are strong yeah you are capable of doing this like you're then and to see their confidence go crazy that's what i enjoy but strength to answer your question yeah because you do a lot of like well, I like your Instagram, by the way. So keep doing your thing because I, I enjoy Thanks. looking at it. It's like you do a lot of 
I like your style of programming because you do a lot of, you add some variety. It seems like mm -hmm. to spice it up, but you can't, you stick mm -hmm. to the basics as well. It's the basics. It seems yeah. like you found a good, a good medium between giving an athlete a change of pace, but mm -hmm. making sure you're measuring and progressing and loading the proper, proper way. Mm -hmm. Do you make a distinct effort to do so? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and maybe it's just me because I think about this also, but cause I do, I do training. Like I could see, I could see 11 people a day, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, to me, it's a big day. Dude. If I'm, it's a big day. Yeah. And, and to me, if I'm running the same, let's say I have everybody squat bench deadlift, like just hypothetically speaking, yeah. squat bench deadlift for, for four weeks. And to me, maybe it's just me, but I feel like I have to switch that up because it gets so redundant yeah. for me coaching that all the time all that yeah. to add a little bit of a variation spice, like it spices it up for me. Yeah. And, and then they kind of get that side effect of, yeah. oh, this is a new variation, yes. you know, like, yeah. So I kind of, I do, I do plan that, but I, I test and retest, you know, just to make sure, um, everything's going, going as planned, you know, and if it doesn't, then, then switch something up, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what, what, what's interesting about that is I heard, I don't know whether I read this or I might've read this, but thinking about a training program, it's basically, uh, a, um, What's the word? It's a what do you call like a scientific where you're trying to guess? Oh, like a hypothesis. Uh, a hypothesis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So training is basically like a hypothesis because yeah. you don't know what you're going to implement is going to get you this result. Yeah, so true. So it's it's so much guesswork. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, Which is kind of cool to think about. You know, like most people don't. Yeah, that's why programming's fun, and that's stuff yeah. I do like about the online stuff is like programming is the main focus you know whereas mm -hmm. like in our job like in the day-to-day -day, coaching ends up becoming i feel like the main focus like yeah. you could write the most basic program but it's all about how you deliver it right mm -hmm. but online there's none of the coaching stuff so it's literally all about the program so it's just a different side yeah. of it which i've been enjoying with the online stuff but yeah that's cool different. are you trying to build that i think so because I, I, okay. I have the time you know, like with the yeah. technical stuff, I usually have a pretty good work schedule. So I'd like to build, you know, a little bit of side income and that'll give me a, you know, a way to, if, you know, God forbid something happens, you know, and we go to war and I get dropped. Right. Or all of a sudden. I'm, oh, you could get drafted for that Yeah, well, because you're already in it. I, yeah. I don't know if I get drafted or if they just like be rocking like making me work really 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 hard oh or i see okay job would get dropped because they need more oh, money to do other stuff like i have no idea what war would entail um yeah so i'm just trying to build you know a diverse thing and kind of figure out what else you know what other things there are to do in the field because it's like it's a great field but it's not extremely mm -hmm. lucrative uh, mm -hmm. so and i talk to my wife all the time of I do think there'll be a day where I'm no longer a strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. yeah. I don't know when that comes, but I love like you, like kind of the business side of things. Mm -hmm. um, and so like making a career and, you know, and you get, you develop such cool relationships with pretty amazing people throughout our jobs that, you know, if mm -hmm. I'm sure you have someone where if you're like, Hey, I don't want to be a strength coach anymore. Can I come work at your company? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Or like here, let's get plugged in here. Like, like that's, I kind of, yeah. And that, that teases my mind I, right now. Yeah. Like the AITB stuff is too, 
like the stuff that the military is too much fun for me to want to walk away from. Mm. But, you know, when my wife and I are talking about buying a house and because we didn't sell our place in Salt Lake, we're having to save and we're like, man, it'd be a lot nicer if I made a lot more money. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. That's what teases my mind is, man, I could go work for a software company and get free snacks and stuff, free <laughs> drinks. You know, I'm like, those benefits? Uh -huh, those those benefits, benefits? That's what I need. Uh -huh, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. That's what teases my mind. But yeah. no, I get it though. I get it. And I, I don't know if, if anyone's told you this, but I was told a long time ago that try and have, you know, different pillars of income with like five to seven different pillars of income. Yeah. And that way, like what you said is uh, if you quit, or if you get fired or something happens in your job, like you have these other incomes to rely on, right. whether that's your, your rental house, yeah. stock market, right. Bitcoin, you know, start yeah. a little side thing. I don't know. All those are income. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have a rental or anything or did you sell your town? Yeah. So no, we didn't sell our house. Yeah. Nice. So we, we kept that and we're, we're, we have a renter in there and, and he's great. Dude. How's that? Has that been good? Oh yeah. I mean, I, we just got lucky. Like the, our timing with, we talk about this all the time, but our timing from when we bought that house, when we then bought this other house, interest rate, the timing, and then we had this renter come in. I mean, it's a three bedroom house, like almost 3000 square feet. And he's one guy, like one guy and his dog. And he's, he takes care of the yard. Something breaks, he'll fix it. Like, oh, I'm like, wow, we lucked out. And this guy's like, yeah, I, I love this house. I plan on staying here for years you know? wow so you didn't use a property management company no 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 Be because the house we i mean it got built in 2018 yeah. so it's pretty new yeah so it's not like something would would happen and we live five minutes away so yeah you could run over there yeah exactly that's what's been the challenge of ours is like because we're in north carolina we've had to get a property management company for that and the, oh, the yeah, timing, we, like, are the opposite. We completely <laughs> mistimed the market. So uh, oh, we're shoot. trying to, like, scrap through that. But Bluffdale's too much of a hot area, though. Like, I feel like if you have It's hot, there, and it's going to get hotter. Exactly. Like, you just mm -hmm. got to wait it out. You just got to wait mm -hmm. it out. Because in time, it'll it'll all work out. Yeah. 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 So I agree. Yeah. Um, where can, can, can you plug your, do you have a website or do you have a, yeah. you know, your Instagram right now? It's just my Instagram. It's just at Parker okay. Teagle, Parker dash Teagle and T E A G L E. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do yeah. You, so are you going to have, how do people inquire about online training or yeah. Have them reach out through, through the Instagram. Instagram. That's the best way okay. of doing it right now. Yeah. Um, right now I'll probably be taking like two or three more people, but that's what I would do it the most. Uh, I'm cool. just now, I was not active on Instagram for a while, but I've been trying to do, do more stuff like that since moving out here. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that builds out into some more. more At stuff. least for more business for you, you know, exactly. just run it for, make posts for the business. Exactly. Try and, exactly. I don't know, try and make a link for your, for your online uh, inquiries, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good idea. Do you have a website? But, yeah. Nice. I had to make one because when I was doing this pre-workout, well, I still am, but, um, that's I had to use Shopify so I can ship and, oh, yeah. and do all these things and order and take payment through the website and stuff. Yeah. So how does that do? Does that do pretty well? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, it's been interesting, like having a product and selling a product has been interesting. I bought like, I started with one flavor, which was fruit punch. And I think I, like I had a, maybe 200 product, uh, 200 uh, quantity and, that sold out. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to do a different flavor, sour watermelon. That uh, that attracted a, a smaller 
population. Really? So what I did wrong on that was bought more of that flavor because I was like, oh, great. This is, gonna, this is doing great. Uh, then the fruit punch. So I'm, I mean, I still have like two, two boxes, maybe like 150, 200 cases or 200 bottles of them left. So really? I've kind of set that on the back burner because that takes up time as well. Yeah. And I don't know. So when I run through that, I'm going to focus on DJing. I'm going to focus on podcast stuff and yeah. and more family stuff, you know? Yeah. It's hard to balance it all, man. It's hard to balance it all. Yeah. We're doing this on a Sunday afternoon. I know, right? Yeah. That's how it goes though, man. Hustle. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's right. Cool. Well, cool. Are you, you think you're ever going to make it back out here? To live? Maybe. I love the mountains, man. Or to visit. To visit for sure. Yeah. yeah. Because my wife's okay. family okay. is there, you know? Oh, so, good. Okay. So holidays family. maybe. Yep. Yep. Like we're going to go okay. out there on Thanksgiving. Right. Okay. Um, cool. And then she's going back out there next month. So we'll be back there plenty. It still feels like home. Okay. Like North Carolina does not feel like home yet. But it's a cool yeah. state. I don't know if it's worth going to, man. It's a beautiful beach. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. I yeah. don't know. Right now, it seems like it's cold over there, is it? Yeah. Uh, it is a little chilly. Yeah, it's 50 okay. today. But it's like it was 72 on Wednesday. Sunny. It was good oh, surf. Geez. So I was out there surfing. Surfing? Yeah. Great. Wow. That's great. That's cool. Cool. Well, this has been this has been awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for Yeah, I appreciate you time. jumping on. Yeah. It's great. Uh, when you're out here, I mean... Hit me up I'll, if you're free. Yeah, I'll hit you up, man. We can come lift and let's. I mean, yeah. we don't even have to lift, but just get just get me in person, you know, in yeah, the flesh for sure. And lifting would be That'd be great because I love lifting. Absolutely, 